Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome back to Mads World. I'm your host, Mads, and I hope you've been enjoying the show so far. If you have been enjoying it, please remember to subscribe, rate and review the show or just tell your mates about it because it's a great way to support Matt's World. This week, we are sharing your anonymous confessions to air some dirty laundry. I've asked everyone out there listening to submit their naughtiest, scariest or weirdest confessions through the website, which is madsworld.co. You can submit them anonymously or through Instagram at madsworld.mp3. So up next is my chat with the always hilarious Gemma, a fellow Aussie living in London who has just moved up the road from me. Hope you enjoy. Hello, Gemma. Hi. Welcome back to the podcast. People might remember you from our housemate episode where we talked about people's weirdest housemate submissions, but how are you doing? I'm so good. I'm so excited. Like, future me, when this episode is recorded, I will be in my new house. Right now, I'm not. But how exciting. And we're going to be neighbours. I know. Howdy, neighbourino. Howdy, doodly, neighbourino. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, all right. Well, let's kick off with the speed date round, which is so our listeners out there can get a little bit more of a scope on who Gemma is. So first of all, how did you and I first meet? Okay. So I know I've thought about this. I feel like you and I will have different answers for this. And Mm -hmm. I know what your answer will be. Your answer will be that we met through Connie and Sam, met through Instagram Mm -hmm. sort of thing, talked, like sent good memes. um, Yeah. And then met that day when I was hanging out with Sam and then we walked to your house um, and then hung out for a bit. Yeah, that's what I would say is how we first met. Exactly, yes. But in (laughs) actual reality, it was, yeah, I know, this is just so magical. Um, It was at least, I reckon six or seven years ago um (gasps) it was on some like melbourne rooftop party and i remember you being there and we met briefly and we had a few like a couple good chats but there was a there was like a billion people there so um you know but but it is part of your complex about how you're too cool for school and forget everyone you meet but you know no offense (gasps) taken mads (laughs) 
savage. You know what? My guy that I work with, I, I started um, in his team this year and I was like, oh my God, it's so great to meet you. Like, how are you doing? And he's like, we've met twice. I was like, genuinely, what? everyone, everyone who talks about their first meeting with you, Maddie, you're always like, how do we meet? And then someone has a really memorable story. Like they met you when you're in bed with a guy and you don't remember. Like, how that? How? Oh, I don't I know. That. You know what? I feel, I'm finding now that I'm sober, I'm remembering a lot more yeah. of things than I do. But, you know, if you knew me before, I was probably drunk. So whatever. <laughs> Doesn't count. But Doesn't money, count. We, we've been yep. friends for like six or seven years now. So I feel oh like... Oh, my gosh. We're <laughs> such old friends. Yeah, I know. We're old. <laughs> the best We go friends. way, way back, I apparently. so far, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, let's keep this snappy so we can get to the juicy bit. How long uh, have you been single? Well, like someone asked me this the other day. I told them, I was like, oh, just, you know, two years. But when I actually thought, that, and then they made a comment, they were like, oh, so just like you broke up just before you came to London. And I was like, wait, no, that can't be right. Apparently I've been single for four years and I've just been telling everyone it's two. So sorry if I've lied. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're a liar. I know. Stop. A liar. <laughs> um, so how many relationships have you had saying that? One serious meet the parents type thing. <gasps> I know. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like three years and um, a few pre-relationships here in London, but like never really goes beyond that. So yeah. Okay. So, like, a few casual, like, seeing each other vibes. Yeah, like. Facebook official. Yeah, exactly. That's the one. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, and then um, how often would you say that you go on dates now that you're living in London? Like, pre-COVID, I would say, you know, it varied. Sometimes I wouldn't go on a date in a month and then the, the next month I have, like, three dates on a weekend you know it's like one of those it fluctuates do you know what someone um sent a meme to the group chat today and it said re-downloading a dating app is like going to the back to the fridge when um you know there's no good food in there literally that's it that's literally (laughs) it so it just goes up and down like whenever you're hungry enough to eat some terrible food or when you've just given up and you've just accepted you're gonna be hungry exactly that's the one (laughs) Yeah, or, do, or you order takeaway and just get a prostitute. I mean, is that the equivalent? I don't know. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, and our last question is, what is your usual type of guy? I feel like what I like and what I get is two different things. Okay. I mean, my type, what I go for, someone who's like a bit silly, pays me a bit of attention, and someone who you like just meet and you equally want to talk to each other as much as the other person. If, Mm -hmm. like, someone is more keen than the other person, either way, I'm just not interested. Yeah. But generally, whenever I tell friends, if I've met someone and I'm super excited, I'll tell them and they'll be like, yeah, 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 but, like, where does he live? Because generally, like, every guy I meet, I'm, like, so defensive. I'm like, oh, you know, but it's just, like, a quick three hours on the train and it's only four different changes and, you know, (laughs) it's not that that expensive on a rail card. Like, if if you have to say that, it's probably too far, but... um, Okay, so you like guys that live far away. Yes, unattainable. Let's go with that. <laughs> it's just a one-word answer. 
I wonder what a psychologist would say about that. My mum was saying to me I should get a get a degree in psychology to help support my claims made on the podcast and I was like, hmm, that's quite a good idea. But then I'm wondering if I would psychoanalyze all of my friends and push everyone away so no one will come on the podcast. No, I need it, Maddie. I need it. Uh, okay. Well, I hope everyone has got a good scope on who Gemma is and um, how we know each other. So this episode is quite a special one because it is – kind of different to our usual format in that I've asked everyone out there in in the ether, in the world wide web to submit their their cardinal sins to Mad's World. And me and you both have something to confess, which I think we'll come to later because we want to save the best for last. But <laughs> let's go through everybody's submissions now and we can have our two cents on them. So here's our first one. I accidentally smoked crack twice. <laughs> How does one accidentally smoke crack? Not once, but twice. It's not like passive smoking. You didn't. No. No. So the person who told me this said that the first time he was in like this gay bathhouse in Vauxhall and this guy pulled a crack pipe out of his bum and said. So he smoked crack from a crack. (laughs) oh my gosh so i love that this is anonymous because i feel like i've got all this power it's almost poetic it's beautiful in a way (laughs) smoking crack from a crack oh so here's the next one when my ex-boyfriend used to go to the bathroom i would drink out of his wine glass instead of mine yeah i don't see anything wrong with that i I, me too great and also it's a great tactic because this person also said that her boyfriend would top up his wine glass just a little bit more than her, so she'd be like, fuck you. But at the end of the day, if you're both doing that, you may as well just swap glasses because imagine he's he's doing it too. I feel like, yeah, no, that's that's acceptable, definitely. Yeah, I would say nothing to be ashamed of, play on. Yeah, Next keep one. going. <laughs> Next <laughs> Next. I've shagged three out of five of my friendship group and none of them know. Um, well, that sounds like you've only got two to go to me. <laughs> <laughs> two more. Check, check. <laughs> I feel like, is this during COVID? Because that's probably the only acceptable time, to be honest. But Yeah, super spreader vibes. Yeah, exactly. They're doing the responsible thing, if anything. So Yeah. All right, here's the next one. I've eaten zebra. Oh, God. Okay, I don't. Where? How? What country? Was it at the zoo? <laughs> Was it at the zoo? I had one of those experiences at the zoo. Like, <laughs> do you feel like though that the ze- like the zebra might be Africa's kangaroo? Maybe like there's so many of them that yeah. they need to eat them because they're becoming a bit of a plague. Exactly. Like any other country outside of the continent of Africa wouldn't understand it. It's like when people mm-hmm. judge Australians if they eat kangaroo, thinking they're mm-hmm. a national treasure. But yep. really, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like when people say here they'd never eat their national animal. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, isn't it a lion? Like where yeah. would you even get where would you even get that? And also the national animal of Scotland is a unicorn. Like they're not eating that because they simply can't. Like Yeah, they can't. But would they if they could? That's my question. If someone said, here's a unicorn steak, try it, I would say yes. I'm not even going to lie. Sam's going to hate this. She hates animal cruelty. She hates me. She's going to hate this episode. Lucky reset. We should do a disclaimer at the start. 
<laughs> no unicorns were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Please do. Such a crap joke. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. I went to Bangkok and slept with a lady boy. Everyone's thought about it, but I did it. Love it. My question is, <laughs> did you go there to sleep with a lady boy or did you go there and sleep with a lady boy? That's my question because that's an expensive flight when there's ladyboys in England or in yeah. Australia. This was totally anonymous. I actually have no idea who did this. They submitted it to the website under anon at Hotmail and anon. Yeah, I feel like this is the kind of question where I'd like want some follow-up questions, you know, very juicy. If you're out there listening, get in touch again, anon, anon, just a, just a bit more info. This person <laughs> also said that when they were back in the UK, they did it again. So I guess got a taste for it in Bangkok and <laughs> br- brought it home, a new trend. Okay, here's the next one. I shagged my friend's sister and we never told him. So I think this happens more than people realise. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like, yeah, this is definitely very common, but I feel like this is so off off limits. Yeah, it's off limits, but that's why it's like, you know, naughty. Yeah, very naughty. Very forbidden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all, the more, all the more enticing. All right, here's the next one. I once had a shitty flatmate who never cleaned up after herself, always had her boyfriend staying over, and she was just an all-around bitch. One particular day she was pissing me off, so I dipped her toothbrush in the toilet and wiped it on the shit stain she'd left in there. God. So when I got this one through the website, I actually don't know who did this. I was super paranoid it was about me (laughs) (laughs) because I was just thinking, imagine the revenge, like, the vengefulness you'd feel if he'd submitted this to me. Yeah, you'd really have to hate the person, but it feels like it's definitely a message to you, Maddie. So I- Literally, it feels really personal. No. <laughs> like Molly? Molly, is that you? No. Molly, you're done for. I'm coming over on Monday and I'm going to wipe your toothbrush in the toilet. <laughs> but I feel like, okay, I've got this story that's going to help a lot of listeners. Um, yeah. Okay, so someone told me that when you're in a hotel – always take a decoy toothbrush because if you leave your crap around, which I do in a hotel because I'm a messy person at heart, Mm. whenever I like leave things everywhere, if they're annoyed at your mess, what do you think they're going to do? (gasps) Yeah, I'm not accusing anyone, but just bring a decoy toothbrush. That's insane. What, you think they're dipping it in the toilet? I mean, I've heard, like, I heard it on another podcast. Sorry, I'm not, you know, I am, I know, I'm sorry, I'm cheating on you, but. <laughs> and everyone knows all podcasts are completely 100% true and factual. Exactly. Oh my God, that has to be It was true. like industry talk. It was industry talk. So, yeah, oh that's what I So just, wow. it makes sense. Okay. It makes sense, okay? It makes sense, but also how can you be annoyed at someone's mess when you're a maid? Like, that's literally your one job. I know, but, you know, they've had a long day. They've had a long day. All right. Next one. I had my first threesome 20 years ago with two brothers. Oh, God. Again, I think this is probably more common than people realise. I don't know. I had a few submissions that were very family-focused, let me just say. For the last time, I told you not to read my personal text on your podcast. (laughs) Seriously. 20 years ago? How old are you? Seven? (laughs) Six? Please No. (laughs) Not like this, Gemma. Not like this. this. (laughs) Okay, here's the next one. I reversed into my brother's car and I'm not going to tell him. Oh, God. I, like, feel feel (laughs) this inside. Like, this really hurts because 
It's yeah, just one but- of those things where you just want to take it back so bad, but you just can't. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, when your brother walks in the house and he's like, oh, my God, someone's reversed into my car. And you have to be like, what? Oh, my God, that's so crazy. I can't believe someone did that. <laughs> what? They were crazy. Yeah, one time I was, um, I came out the house when we were when I was back in Australia, and I was rushing to get to work, and um, I I walked right past the cleaner's car that was right parked right behind mine, jumped in my car, and then oh. full on reverse, just revved the engine to back out the driveway as fast as I could, bang, like into her car, and she was fucking fuming. Oh god, I thought you were going to tell me that you drove off, and I was like, whoa, this is a new low. I'm not going to admit to that on the podcast either. If I you did, did confession now. No. No, the confession's far worse. No, I went inside and did the right thing for the record. Good. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. I threw up in my friend's mouth when we got together once. Oh, God. That's like. You know what? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
I'm going to say play on. Everyone's oh been my there. God. What? Maddie, what? Everyone's no. thrown up in a weird place. I'm sorry, Not but I. mouth. And I feel like there's the warning with vomit. Like, you know you feel sick. You don't just, <laughs> just continue kissing someone when you're on the verge of vomiting. Like, there's a fair warning that you get. It's never just like, oh, I threw up. Like, it's always. Yeah, disconnect the kiss. Unlock those lips. You get, like, at least a 10-second warning with vomit. At least. Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, here's our last submission before we get into our story time where both of you and I are going to confess okay. something quite disturbing. So this is the most disturbing submission of them all. I found a condom up my vagina. Two days later, I thought it was lost in his bed. That is just, no. like they are begging for toxic shock syndrome. I'm telling you, they want you Honestly, that, that was the most cursed submission that we had. <laughs> oh, so gross. So How? cursed, honestly. But, um... Yeah, good on you for reaching out to Mads World. We're a non-judgmental podcast. Exactly. We like to hear from all types of people, diverse people. Honestly, it's people's like use mistakes that create the podcast and make it what it is. So, you know what? If you've got any more confessions out there in the world, people, come to Auntie Mads and she'll make you feel better by it, about it by announcing it to the world. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> All right, well, now the time has come for you and I to confess a little something. So there's been something I've been wanting to get off my chest for quite a while. And this, my old housemates used to think this was the funniest thing ever and the most fucked up thing that I'd ever done. So basically, um, this was a few years ago now. So um, whenever I would have guests over, like whether it was a guy I was seeing or whether it was a friend or whatever, whether it was Dan or you know, if you'd come over, if we'd known each other, oh, um, <laughs> we'd be, you know, getting ready for bed. And I really hate when someone next to me, if it's a friend or whoever, has like a smelly breath. And like people uh-huh. wouldn't, like while I'm trying to sleep, because like if they're breathing on me, I can smell it and I'm really aware of it. So <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going to brush my teeth. And then I'd say, oh, I've actually got a brand new toothbrush that um, it's not even out the packet. You can use it if you want. It's never been used. And then they'd be like, oh, awesome. Thanks so much. So I'd go under the cupboard in the bathroom and like ferret around and be like, <laughs> and like pretend I was opening it up and then just get what I dubbed the guest toothbrush and just give it to them and be like, here you go, it's brand new. No, Maddie, no. Yeah, and I made everyone use it. So you're telling me that time I stayed. No. <laughs> You've never slept over, but if you I do, know, don't yet. use. Um, yeah, Maddie, one time. I have established that I'm not sleeping over at your house because you take pictures of your friends sleeping. We have it's cute. Stuff. I no, think it's, it's cute. Not. I'm going to make a picture album of it or like an Instagram called My Friends Sleeping. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that's my confession is that if you've ever slept in my house between the years like 2018 to 20 or maybe 2017 to 2019, you have COVID. No, it didn't did exist not, then. But if it did, did not it ask, <laughs> did No. Did you ask why the toothbrush was like all bristly and like looking at it? By the end, it got so bristled that someone did no. say something and I was like, oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. I actually used that to clean the sink. Um, Yeah, I can't find the new one because it got to the point where I was like, it was like proper bristly because so many people had used it. And it was like, it had like, you know, when it gets like white, dusty, like crustiness on it? Maddie. 
<laughs> but like if you're stupid enough to be using it, like you deserve it. <laughs> so anyway, that's my confession. I've I've finally got it off my chest and I just like needed to share that with the world. So I asked you to come up with a confession as well, Gemma, because I know that you had a few interesting ones, but there's one story that has stayed with me ever since you told me. It's probably one of the greatest stories I've ever heard in my entire life. Um to put it lightly. To put it lightly. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw over to you and um yeah, feel free to um yeah, embellish the story as much as you want, and here we go. Okay, this story needs no embellishment. It really does, <laughs> because in its entirety, it's just pure. It's like a per, like the perfect storm, like genuinely. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I really hope you appreciate me as a friend, Maddie. I really do. You're doing me a big favor tomorrow, and still. Like you owe me big time. I know. I'm really scared once this is live, you're going to be like, take it down, take it down. I'll be like, it's too late. Once it's on the internet, it's there forever. It's fine. (laughs) But like genuinely, I'm just, you know what really scares me? The idea that like there's going to be people out there. So friends who I like knew from high school, people I used to work with years ago that are going to listen to this but not tell me. And then I'm going to like go about my life and look (laughs) them in the eye and they're going to know about this story and I won't know if they know or not and that is just going to kill me. So please, if you listen to it, can you tell me? I don't care if we met eight years ago and I barely know you, but just (laughs) please reach out to me. (laughs) Please just send an emoji. Send an emoji and... (laughs) And I'll Just know. Send, you'll know which emoji once she tells the story. Yeah. So let's go, Gemma. Get it off your chest. Confess All your right. sins. Okay. So I'm basically in the early stages of my, like when I was with my ex. So the kind of stage where you want to like impress them still, you know, you care what you look like in the morning, you know, that kind of stage. Yeah. Um. One evening... It was oh god! <laughs> I was I'm talking with, I was talking with um, him and his flatmate. And we're all getting to know each other, um, and then all of a sudden, I needed to use the bathroom. Yeah, and it it wasn't a wee. Which it was a number two. We can call it, it was a number, number two. two. It was okay. number two. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We all we've all been there. We all we all have. Okay. There. Yep. Thank you. We've all been <laughs> there. Like- my housemate said today. Oh my god, girls don't poo. What are you talking about? I was like, yeah, we just absorb <laughs> it, absorb the energy from the poo, and expel exactly. it out through our pores and in our aura. <laughs> No, exactly. <laughs> my, my housemate was like, "No, we we store the poo, and that's how we protect the baby when it's growing in our stomach. It softens the blow." Exactly, <laughs> I was like, and that is like, curse. <laughs> I excuse myself. It's a very standard procedure. Flush a toilet, washing my hands because that's what I do. And I, (laughs) bonus points, (laughs) Um, I'm just holding on to any kind of dignity I can hold on to here right now. So anyways, I flush the toilet, I look, and all of a sudden (laughs) the toilet water is slowly rising to like... Your anxiety is rising with that water. Oh, yeah, like it's that level. (laughs) And so I'm like panicking a little bit and I sort of just stand there at the toilet, like looking and just waiting for it to go down a bit so I can just give it that final flush. <laughs> nothing happens. So I'm just standing there and I'm thinking, no. oh God. Like, it wasn't like I used a bunch of toilet paper. Like, there's no problem here. Just to put it out there, there was no issue. And I then 
made the decision to flush again. Okay. And I just no. hoped and prayed for the best. Never. And it was very clear at this stage that this was not a good idea and that <laughs> the water the water became level with the bowl. No, that is honestly right my anxiety is through the roof just hearing that. And like I don't know how much time has passed because I've just been standing there staring and praying and like just <laughs> worrying, I don't know the answer of what to do and I was so scared. You don't know. And like at a boy's house who you really like, oh, it's fucking exactly. terrifying. Exactly. And it was at that point that like Andrew knocked on the door and which was clearly a very, very low point because he was sitting with his flatmate and clearly they realised that something isn't right from the length of time I've been in there. Like, so are you like, hurt? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I was obviously like, I couldn't say no because I was like, yeah, everything's fine. Because like, I couldn't like t- bring him in to show him my crew. I don't want him to know that I do that. Yeah, you don't. Girls don't poo. <laughs> and then, exactly, we absorb. Um, yeah. It's just a shitty situation, no pun intended. But, yeah, um, so I stood there for a while longer. And then, like, with all the adrenaline going through me, I, I look around the room and I'm just terrified. And then I see a window and I'm really really not proud I'm not proud okay Maddie tell me what happened so I grabbed I grabbed a huge bunch of toilet paper toilet paper say it say it and I and I I use enough toilet paper where it's like the amount you would use to pick up a huntsman. Like, <laughs> like a glove. Like a big juicy spider. Like the amount of toilet paper you use so like not to touch it. So I grab a toilet paper, pick it up and really calmly, really calmly throw it out of the window. No! You threw a poo out the window! <laughs> I'm so ashamed. I really cannot stress that no contact is made. No contact is made whatsoever. And also, while you're sitting there, do not judge me because what would you have done in that situation? Because you know full well you would never have told the guy. You would never have told the guy to come in and be like, hi, I'm cute still, but just like look at my poo. Like, look at this you poo just I not did. Do that. No. And then... So it's out the window, and what happens next? Basically, from what I understood about the house, that part of where I threw it was like the side of the house with, you know, tall, super tall grass. Yeah. And it's like the area between the fence, like the neighbor's fence. And, you know, yeah. So I thought I was in the clear. But then anyways, I um, (laughs) rejoined like Andrew as if nothing had happened. He asked if I was okay and like, 
and all that. And I probably like had a tear running down my face as I said, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> so <laughs> traumatized. But <laughs> it doesn't end there. It really doesn't. But I wish it did. We went to sleep, obviously. The next morning, he, um, we were talking about what we were going to do that day. And he's like, oh, like, you know, I might whip a snip of the backyard today. No. Like, the, the, yeah. <laughs> and no. he said, he made a fit, like a comment. He said, um, how out of control the grass was getting on the other on the on the side of the house, and I genuinely, my heart stopped. In my head, I was like, "Are you joking? Like, are you actually joking? Like, it how the about the timing? Store. This honestly sounds like a movie. Like, this doesn't happen to people. They don't throw poo out the window and then someone goes and whippers snippers it into the air the next day. Immediately after." So he mentions that he needs to use the bathroom. At the time, his psycho flatmate who spends like two and a half hours on average a day in the bathroom at one time, um, she was in the bathroom. Maybe actually that's why she spends so long in there. Maybe she was in the same predicament that I was. But anyway, <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> anyway, she was in the, she was in the shower and, um, and Anthony needed to go. So um, it was more convenient for him instead of waiting because she takes so long to get on his bike and go to the train station um, to go to the bathroom. So as soon as the front door closes, I bolt out the backyard. I'm like running. I'm like wading, wading through the grass that's like my height. I'm like wading through and I like look outside where the window is and there's this like big ball of toilet paper but like nothing <laughs> left behind. There was like it had rained the night before and I was like, yes, there's a god. Oh, like, my genuinely. God. The luck. But, um, exactly. And like I basically never told anyone for maybe a year or two. <laughs> In fact, I'd like forgotten it. It was that like I, I just – it's like my brain just blocked it out. It did not happen. And then the only PTSD thing that style. literally the only <laughs> thing that triggered it was that one day um, I was with Andrew and he was mentioning like a funny story online. Like there was some girl who went on a first date and she had got stuck in the window trying to throw away her poo um, and it actually put herself, she did the wrong tactic. She put her whole body through the window and um, – <laughs> And the fireman ended up coming and he thought it was the funniest thing ever. And meanwhile, I'm just sitting there like straight, like looking straight ahead, being like, if I don't move, he won't realise it happened to me too. <laughs> and, but like, obviously there's a demand for these services. Like, obviously there's like, is there someone we can call in this situation? Cause yeah, I feel like there's a lack in the market where we could be, you know, <laughs> A little app where you can do an SOS, like a poo emergency. <laughs> I need an out. Like 100%. someone could come and, you know, like set something on fire in, around the side of the house and they have to run. A hundred percent. But like I started off by telling him and then it turned into my sister and then like a few friends and then now everyone I know. So don't wow, judge and now, me. And now everyone I me. know. So <laughs> Yeah. And if the podcast yeah. gets famous, probably everyone everyone knows, which yeah, I'm I hope. have to change my name and go off the grid. And <laughs> literally. That's okay. I mean, you know what? That's what the beauty of Mads World is, is that authenticity <laughs> is funny and it's likeable. So, you know what? Congratulations, Shewa. I have to Thanks, say, Maddie. you've really outshone my toothbrush confession and hopefully everyone forgets about that in the wake of your story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. This was just, I'm ruined. Oh. I'm ruined. 
honestly, well, you've been an absolutely stellar guest, Gemma, and I'm so Ooh. glad that you were able to get that off your chest and we could enjoy everyone else's lovely submissions. But we're we're out of time. We're we're oh, with the podcast so, over. So I know. It what? always does. But um, you know what? We're friends and we can just talk. Well, we're not recording it, so I'll yeah, talk to you after this. No worries. All right, love you lots. Love you too. Bye. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Gemma. Please let me know on my Instagram. It's at madsworld.mp3 or on my website, which is madsworld.co. If you have any stories or thoughts of your own to share, love and elbow taps. Peace. fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.